Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Greetings and welcome. Welcome to today's show. I'm Kathleen Taylor, and I am pleased to be the host of The Edge Goes to the Arapalooza. And on the first and Saturday of every month, about 20 to 30 vendors gather at Echo Bodine Center for Intuitive Living and is located at 5356 Chicago Avenue South in Minneapolis. And we're all gathering there to offer our gifts and talents. In this series, you have the opportunity to experience the Arapalooza live because each month, the Edge Talk Radio features two of the event's regular vendors. Today, I'm excited to bring to you conversations I've had recently with, first, Jeffrey Tyler, who is a psychic and tarot reader, and he can be seen there at least on the third, and we've just added the first Saturday, so that's still building. But if you are interested in what Jeffrey offers, he's a psychic, he reads poems, he does the Akashic record, uh, Records, he does tarot readings, and he can be reached at 612-296-6819. And you'll hear more about him in the first conversation. The second conversation is with Anna Larson, and Anna is a massage therapist, and she can be reached at 612 612- 636-2662. Anna is one of those people that she's up on the main floor. The other body workers are primarily downstairs, but she has a chair and you can just go. I just did this the last Arapalooza. I just, boom, needed a break. So I went and had a session with her and it was delightful. So I'm very excited to bring both of these conversations to you. And I will begin with Jeffrey. Jeffrey has been an energy practitioner for over 15 years. Starting as a tarot reader, he then developed as a palmist. He does the tarot readings. He has multiple energy healing techniques, meditation, martial arts, works with past lives and other forms of energy arts. In addition to becoming a certified instructor in the martial arts, as well as a professional psychic, Jeffrey has struggled with cerebral palsy since birth. This unique challenge of this condition has provided Jeffrey with insights not common among most people. While the effect of the ability is physically visible to anyone around him, his positive aura and determination serves as encouragement to any who wish to overcome challenges in their lives. So again, he can be reached at 612-296-6819. And without further ado, I would like to share this conversation that I recently had with Jeffrey Tyler. So, Jeff, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on to the show today. And I'm excited to kind of give the EDGE community an idea of what you offer, not only at Echoes Arapalooza, but the gifts and talents that you bring to the world. But before we get started, I would love to have you give a little background story. Like, how did you get inspired to, to develop the tools and 
the talents that you have and how did you get into even offering them to the world? Well, uh, I've always kind of uh, worked with tarot cards since I was probably about 15 or so. Mm-hmm. It was just something that sort of pulled me. Uh, and then uh, years later, uh, I literally had a reading from another very skilled psychic, and she told me straight out, you need to learn to read palms. And uh, I told her, well, I'd already tried it. It was too difficult. And she uh, was very strident with me, actually, and said, well, then you're going to learn. And so then over the process of time, she taught me the basics of Mm -hmm. uh, palm reading. And then I educated myself from there, both in tarot and palmistry uh, Mm -hmm. from that point as I moved forward. Mm -hmm. So do you you merge those together in a reading with somebody? Or how do those operate Uh, together and independently? Uh, no, I actually uh, like uh, my preference is to do them both together. Uh, so when I do the reading, it's uh, first uh, you know we we shuffle the cards and get all the cards down and everything, because that immediately presents information for me. I'm also a very clear audience, so that gets everything rolling kind of right away. Uh, mm-hmm. Once the cards are down, then I read people's palms, and that's a, a helpful roadmap to sort of uh, personality and some some things where we stand on various issues and things like that. And uh, we do the palmistry, and then I launch into the cards, which are uh, kind of a snapshot of the situation we're in and and the struggles that we might be up against. So it sounds like you start off, you pull the cards with what their concern is, right? Yes. And then it's almost like you read the the palm to get kind of the umbrella of the issue, and then the cards make it more specific. Is that kind of how it works? Um, it's a little bit like the, the palm is like your personality type. So that tells me a lot about uh, my client or my, my the person I'm reading for and, you know, how they react to stress, uh, some of the issues they're probably up against, that sort of thing. And then the card layout is a snapshot of the circumstances that they're up against presently and how they're uh, – so the palm and the tarot together are how those two things interact and where they're maybe – uh, not helping themselves or they need more information, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's fascinating. So can you tell us a little bit about what's involved in, in reading a poem and what are the things that you look for? Well, the the three major lines are the headline, the heart line, and the lifeline that I really look at. There's also the fate line. Uh, the other part of the poem, I look at the shape of the palm, uh, length of the fingers, and uh, fingertips and the thumb. So those are the pieces I look at as far as the palmistry. And what kind of information do you extract from each one of those segments, like the different lines? What what, what are some of the characteristics of certain lines, and what would that tell you about that person? Uh, Well, the the headline will indicate uh, intelligence, uh, problem-solving ability, uh, this sort of thing. Your lifeline will indicate... uh, health, uh, your sort of how you like to be active, if you will, and then the heart line is a lot about uh, relationships, how we deal with emotional matters sort of internally and externally, and we'll deal with uh, emotional communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, So where are each of those lines, like on the hand, like if I'm looking at my hand, which, there's, I can see the three lines, which one's the lifeline, the heart line, and then uh, the headline, which are, what are those? Or is so it different? The, uh, well, it'll vary a little bit person to person, but the lifeline is the one that um, 
is kind of goes around our thumb. So it might swing way out on your palm, uh, but it's the one that sort of makes a curve uh, from the top of the hand into usually kind of down into the wrist or close into into the wrist. Mm, okay. And then the headline is the uh, the one. So I'm using my right palm as a map here. So mm-hmm. um, the headline then is sort of the the top there where the uh, the lifeline and the the, li- the headline then goes across the palm traditionally, and then the heart line actually comes in from the pinky side of the palm and goes towards your index finger, and that's the very top line of the palm. Oh yeah, I can see those distinctly. Yeah. Okay, so then those have an interplay as well. And then what you said, you also look at the fingers and the thumb. So what kind of information do you get based on the fingers and the thumb? Well, if, uh, you know, your fingers are long, you're usually sort of, uh, uh, you have a lot of creativity, whether you're using or not, uh, but you also have probably a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the thumb, depending on how close it is uh, to the palm, when your hand is relaxed or how far it goes, uh, we start to deal with issues like um, helping other people and then are we helping other people to our detriment in the sense we're not engaging in good self-care, we don't have good boundaries with people, this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Now, does this change over a lifetime? Like, I know like fingers, you know, can change. Like if somebody has rheumatoid arthritis, it's like their hands can become deformed, their fingers. How does that impact the reading, or does it? Well, it certainly does, and your palms do change over time. Um, we, they've been done some really interesting things with, like, taking, a, like, an ink photograph of your palms and then how they change over time, especially if you, say, are a smoker or in poor health and you do something dramatically to change your health around, um, mm-hmm. you will see a change in the, in the lines on the palm. Uh, really mm-hmm. fairly quickly from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about the fingers being impacted by something like arthritis or something? How how does that change what the fingers represent? Well, so it, uh, it, it won't change so much what the fingers represent, but like uh, arthritis, since I have arthritis as well, um, the, thing, the fingers will become less, less flexible. Um, what I look at a lot with the fingers is especially the fingertips. Are they blunt? Are they rounded? Are they conical? And then that'll sort of dis- uh, describe how we uh, how we get started in things and how we sort of follow through on things or if we don't or we have some real difficulty there. Uh, so those are the things I look on, I'll look for with the fingers. Okay. And then it seems like the thumb holds its own signature. What is that about? Well, so depending on what you read, I mean, you know, you could do a whole book on the thumb, uh, but it's a lot about um, how we support ourselves, how we support other people. Um, You know, if you put your hands together, um, you know, uh, side by side, you know, it's that um, good hands sort of, you know, it's like a bowl. How how much can we hold in a bowl? Some people... um, they have a deep bowl, but it, it doesn't have a lot of people in it. Some people, uh, the bowl their hands make is very shallow, but their thumbs go way out, so they have a hard time because they feel like they need to help everybody, but they don't have enough energy. And um, So these kind of things, and, and uh, we can see strong opinions in the thumbs occasionally and things like that. So then tell us a little bit more about 
your experience with the tarot and what kinds of, of layouts? I imagine that you have like certain spreads that you use, or uh, is that not accurate? I absolutely do. I, I use different spreads for different things. A lot of times, especially like when I'm at Echoes or working with a, uh, any kind of a client, the first spread that we always do is the uh, Tree of Life, which actually comes out of the Kabbalah. Uh, mm-hmm. I found it to be a very complete layout. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really covers everything from home, work, uh, love life, relationships in general, uh, sort of our moral stance on a lot of things. So it's just been a very complete layout for me. Um, so that's the one I really use most often because it gets us the most information and in sort of the uh, quickest amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then um, if we need to focus further on another area, then we can use another spread or uh, add some cards to the layout, that sort of thing. How many cards are in that spread, the Tree of Life? Uh, traditionally, there are, uh, the, in the basic layout, there are 10 cards. So it's, uh, I don't want to say just like every other 10-card spread because obviously this is the one I use the most and I've done a lot of study on it and um, it represents spheres of influence and a number of things, but it's a 10-card spread. Mm-hmm. So so what do you offer at the Arpalooza and then what do you offer like to the general public, because I know what we offer at the Arpalooza, there's many sessions, so people get a taste of what we offer, but it's kind of not the full enchilada. So what is it that they could look forward to, uh, you know, signing up for with you at the uh, at Echoes? So uh, if they sign up for a session at Echoes, uh, we're going to do Palm and Tarot together. It's simply a matter of uh, how long that I get to go. Uh, like I said, I do Palmentero uh, together, and then I'm very clear audience. So uh, there's also other information that will drop in there as we move through the reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, as mm-hmm. far as Oropalooza, I've actually uh, this year decided to uh, change the price a little bit and make my sessions a little bit longer just so that I can get more information for people because I feel like we're always in a in a mad rush. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that's... I want to make sure that I can, you know, help people as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are you offering there now? Uh, so now at the Oropalooza, I'm offering uh, the combo palm and tarot together. Uh, if people want one or the other, then uh, I can certainly do that as well. But my preference is to, as I said previously, uh, do them together. And, and how long are the sessions now? So the sessions will be 20 minutes now. Okay. Uh, they were... Uh, 15 and it's just that extra I I found that extra five minutes just makes a big difference mm-hmm, yeah it really does yeah so you do that on the third Saturday of every month and how long have you been involved in the Arpalooza and what's your history with with uh, Echo because everybody that kind of works there we all have kind of our story about how we came into relationship with Echo uh, I've been uh, involved in the Orifalooza for three years now, mm-hmm. and um, I actually uh, started uh, working with Echo in the Orifalooza, uh because of Wes, and uh, Wes and both Gene Wallace uh, really said, you need to talk to Echo and you need to uh, be involved in the Orifalooza. It's a good fit for you. Mm, okay. And, uh, they've, uh, they're both kind of mentors for me, and uh, so I take what they say uh, Strongly. Mhm. Mhm. 
Well, you're certainly a familiar face, at least in the edge community. I mean, I've I've seen you at different expos, and we run into each other all the time with anything that has to do with the edge. So you've been practicing for quite some time, right? That's correct. Uh, mm-hmm. I've really been doing uh, tarot and sort of um, everything since about, uh, well, for about 20, 25 years at this point, depending on which particular skill we're talking about. And were you always based in Minnesota, or where did you grow up? Uh, I actually grew up uh, initially on the East Coast, and then we uh, moved to Wisconsin, and then subsequently Minnesota. But I've been in Minnesota for most of my life from that perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was kind of natural to just grow into this. What did you do before you started making a living? You, this is your main uh, area, right? Uh, it offer? is now, yes. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, so what was your background uh, before that? So I have a, a background in psychology and English. Those are my uh, college degrees. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I worked uh, in a corporate environment for a long time, uh, doing training and service desk and helping support technical issues, uh, that sort of thing. So, and I've always done uh, this job that I'm doing now alongside of that. I mean, mm-hmm. they've always, I've always had uh, two jobs is what I tell people. And uh, I happen to, you know, love them both. It's just mm-hmm. uh, at this point, uh, physical issues have gotten in the way. So uh, all I can really, the the psychic piece is all I'm doing at this point. Okay. All right. And you also uh, practice outside of the Arpalooza. What do you offer in your practice? And is it something that people can do remotely or do they come and uh, physically do the session with you? Um, it's, uh, we can either get together physically, uh, or I certainly do a lot of phone readings and, uh, those sort of things. Uh, I'm, uh, trying to make sure my computer is robust enough to, uh, handle a Skype account. And so then I could actually read palms over the Skype, uh, account as well as do the tarot and, and bring a more complete reading to the situation. So Skype would be a good enough camera where you could actually tell the finite lines and stuff that you could read it, huh? I could at least see the main lines and, you know, palm and uh, fingers and things like, things that I would normally use at least to get a, a good baseline. So mm-hmm. uh, I've done a little experimenting and it, the cameras uh, from the computer side seem to hold up well enough for that. So Okay, so it's effective. So you can literally do sessions all over the world. Basically. That's correct. And, the, yeah. and that's my goal at this point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, we've become such an internet age that that's, it's kind of uh, the natural place to go because we're just not limited by location anymore, you know, no matter what we do almost. So do you practice uh, out of an office or where are you located? Uh, So I have office space in Anoka at White Buffalo Spiritual Gifts and Healing. Okay. And uh, so I'm there uh, at least a couple days a week. And uh, that's my office space and office hours. Uh, I love to do expos like The Edge. So mm-hmm. often I'm sort of on the road on the weekends uh, doing a show somewhere uh, mm-hmm. or I'm uh, at our Palooza or I'm at my office. So I'm always kind of working the weekends from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you work outside other than expos and your location in Anoka and the Arpalooza? Do you frequent any other places, or do you 
offer classes or are there any other services that we want to make sure that we highlight before we run out of time here? Sure. So uh, I teach uh, tarot classes at the White Buffalo. Uh, mm, okay. The second, second Thursday of the month. And uh, I'm very much a student of tarot from that perspective. And so uh, people ask me to teach classes. And mm -hmm. uh, the other services that I offer that I feel very passionate about are uh, Akashic Record readings. Mm -hmm. uh, and you and I had that class together years, right, and years ago. Right, with Donna. Yeah, I yes. love working with the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. Yes, myself as well. And then uh, I do uh, pranic healing, which is an energy healing method. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've also been doing that for a number of years. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are really the primary services that I offer. I also teach uh, Tai Chi. And uh, mm -hmm. occasionally when uh, I have enough people that are interested, uh, I teach a class on uh, energy protection or uh kind of psychic self-defense in the sense of uh, what drains our energy and how do we uh, get better control of our own energy. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Well, this has been a delight. I really appreciate you taking this time so we could highlight what you offer specifically at the Arpalooza since this show is the edge going to the Arpalooza, but also just in general, it's nice for the edge community and for Echoes community to get a little bit more up close and personal with people who are offering their services there. So I appreciate you taking the time. Can you give us the contact information before we sign off? Uh, sure. So the best uh, way to contact me is either through the White Buffalo website, uh, through my own uh, individual uh, uh, phone number, or through my website. Uh, the website is uh, www.jeff-tyler.com. And uh, my, my phone number is 612-296-6819. Uh, and, you know, leave a message that you're interested in the reading and details and things like that. Okay, sounds good. Well, again, thank you so much, Jeff, and it's been a real pleasure. Well, thank you, and it was nice to catch up with you. I appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great day. You too. So that gives you an idea about what Jeffrey Tyler offers. My next conversation, as I said in the intro, is with Anna Larson. And Anna is just a delight. She is like this traveling masseuse. She has her chair that she can easily maneuver and pick up, and she travels from venue to venue. And she does a lot of work that she'll talk about in this conversation through Echo Center at different events with Echo. But she also has a variety of places within the Twin Cities that she works to. So I am delighted to bring to you this conversation with Anna Larson. Anna, are you there? Yes. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show and welcome to the Arapalooza and the Edge uh, representation of it. So I'm really excited to just hear what your background is because just, I think, last Arapalooza, was the first time that I sat in your chair. And it was such a nice um, break, you know, to sit in. You're kind of tucked back in the corner. And so even though you're up on the main floor, it's still very private and, and uh, you know, very uh, replenishing. So what's kind of your backstory? How did you become a massage therapist and how long have you been doing it? 
So I went back to school in 2007 for massage therapy after working in the corporate world for maybe six years after moving down to the cities after college. And it's interesting now when I look back because from 2005 to the middle of 2006, so about a year and a half period, I was in three car accidents. Nothing oh, wow. major, mm-hmm. nothing major, but um, I was rear-ended three separate times within a year and a half, and I was just seeking traditional methods for my pain and was taking so much ibuprofen that my liver was four times the normal level that you would have in terms of toxicity. And so I, a friend of mine referred me to her chiropractor, and I started um, getting lots of relief from chiropractic and exploring different alternatives to taking tons and tons of ibuprofen all the time. And I started doing acupuncture and I started receiving massage therapy. And it's funny now when you look back because it was like the universe was telling me, and I wasn't, even though I had had some successes in the corporate world, I worked for United Healthcare, worked for Star Tribune. It just wasn't for me. And that type of environment just wasn't for me. And so it was almost like the universe was slamming into me to seek mm-hmm. treatment to then Pushing lead me you on along. a path. Pushing yeah. Along. <laughs> yeah. So a, a gal that I received massage therapy from at my chiropractor's office encouraged me to explore the program at Northwestern Health Sciences University where she went to school. And it was a, it's a cool blend of the science and the anatomy and the therapeutic aspect as and the technique as well as exploring different modalities and energy boundaries and healing touch and so it wasn't just about relaxing massage so to speak it was about working with people and chronic conditions figuring out how to release different pain centers in their body creating energetic boundaries for you as a therapist and exploring um, all different modalities. Like I mentioned, healing touch, reflexology. We touched on a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So I, as a kid, had lots of psychic experiences, but didn't really quite put the energy piece and didn't really quite put it all together until I went back for massage therapy in 2007. And I met a gal in my classes, and we started taking classes at the center. And that's at Echo's old center a couple of generations ago. And so um, I had previously listened to Echo's radio program on FM 107. So I knew of her, um, but I started taking psychic development classes and also then took Carol Lowell's healing workshop and started actually way back in 2007 working, um, doing chair massage at the center. And mm-hmm. so 2007 was kind of a big year for me, just mm-hmm. um, going back to school, making those big changes, and then just further exploring intuition, energy, all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. So how do you incorporate the, the intuitive side of your massage? How does that fit in to what you offer at the center? So I... When I connect with people, when I'm doing massage, I channel healing. 
so it's not it's you're receiving the benefit the therapeutic benefit of the massage obviously but I'm also channeling healing at the same time so many people have commented that it's a different experience than just receiving a massage which is super mm-hmm. cool to hear mm-hmm. and wonderful mm-hmm. so I'm channeling healing I've done um different healing workshops as well as Reiki so I'm channeling that healing at the same time Sometimes I will get messages. Sometimes people's deceased loved ones will show up at the massage. Sometimes angels will show up. It just depends. It's a unique experience for each person. Mm-hmm. Do you ever share that information? If loved ones or uh, or deceased, you know, people have, have show up or their angels, do you share that with the person? Definitely at the center because I know people are open to that. Or if mm-hmm. I have a client outside of the center that is open to that, I will share that or explore that. Um, so it just depends on the person. It just depends mm-hmm. on the client. So I'm mm-hmm. just usually able to intuitively find pain centers in people's bodies. And I am an empath. And so sometimes I will feel their pain come through my body and I'm able to release it to help facilitate that healing process. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. It's really, a, it's a different experience every time, but those are just some examples of things that I have experienced. So yes, I, I'm totally open to sharing all that with people that are open to receiving it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they are great, I go for mm-hmm. it. If mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you've been working with, uh, with echo then kind of since 2007 were you in on the beginning then of the Arapalooza? Have you been working with her for the five or six years she's been doing it? I I was um, initially in the beginning, and then she had closed down that location and then opened up this, this location, which she's had for several years now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I came back, I came back um, when that new location opened up, the current location, and have – taken a variety of classes and participated in the Orpalooza and participated in helping her with different classes and workshops as well over the mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I would imagine that, like, if she was giving a workshop, it would be nice to have you there offering your services to people who may want to take advantage of them, right? Yes, and I work at the Friday meditation as well, before the meditation, Mm-hmm. So I will do chair massage before the meditation. Mm-hmm. And then I've also just helped on more of a organizer and helping out with helping her with different classes over the years. Mm-hmm. Does she offer the Friday meditation once a week or once a month? It's once a month. It's always once a month. And mm-hmm. it's the last Friday of the month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then what else do you do outside of, the center. Do you offer massage like through a practice? Yes. So I have a practice. I uh, have my chair is very portable, so I work at a number of different events locally, and I also have a portable table. So I have clients that will come to my home to receive massage, and I also travel to clients' homes mm-hmm. for them. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. mobile, and mm-hmm. then I. Um, can take clients at the center as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have a lot of different venues that you can uh, 
meet people's needs with, it sounds like. Yes, I have found that for me, it's just better to be by appointment and to be more mobile. I have rented space at a variety of different places and just found this to be a better setup. But mm-hmm. um, the center is kind of a home base for me. And then I have, like I said, a home office, but I'm mm-hmm. mobile. So some people prefer to have me come to them, which is super cool because you can just relax and put your pajamas on after I leave. So, right. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, so you do have a Facebook. How can people get a hold of you and where can they kind of follow you so that they know where you're going to be? So I have um, a website. It's my full name, AnnaMarieLarson.com. So it's okay. A-N-N-A-M-A-R-I-E-L-A-R-S-O-N.com. Yes, I am on Facebook, just under Anna M. Larson. And then by phone, 612-636-2662. Okay. Or also you can check the the website calendar on Echo Bodine's website for events at the center. She usually advertises for the meditation and then, of course, for the Oropalooza. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you prefer people to get a hold of you if they want to set up a massage or an appointment with you? The easiest way is probably just to give me a call and we can figure out the details. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And well, I, it's, I, I've looked forward to kind of talking to you. You're the first person that does the body work that I've talked to. I've kind of worked around the whole upstairs now, except for Bobby Sullivan. And so now I'm just going to start going down to um, interview the people that offer their services downstairs with the body work. So you're a nice segue in terms of this whole series. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us tonight. Sure. Thank you. All right. Have a glorious evening. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.